Hello, IP friends. Welcome to Hashtag IP Series with your favorite podcast host, Rita and Wirichinda. Now, if you're a first-time listener, I just want to say welcome to my podcast. I hope you find my podcast interesting. I hope you learn something. And I hope you are kind enough. I, I, I would appreciate if you guys share my podcast, um, especially if you learn something. I mean, there's a lot of sharing, you know. You know um, and again, you, you, you wouldn't miss out on any juicy episode if you subscribe and also prepare my podcast on any of the listening platform you are opportune to listen to hashtag IP series beat anchor spotify um apple um google Spreaker, you know you name it now for my returning listeners guys i just want to say i love you and i appreciate you guys you guys are fab i mean thank you for always coming through for me for listening for sharing for liking for favoriting and also you know spreading the good news about intellectual property which is what we do here we talk about recent trends and development um on copyright trademark patent industrial design trade secret plant variety and geographical indication now speaking of geographical indication a few weeks back um we had a national conference on geographical indication in nigeria um privileged to have been part of the technical working group that worked on the draft um, geographical indication um law so basically geographical indication refers to products originating from specific geographical origin and possesses qualities or a reputation that are attrib- that are attributable to that location and during the conference we saw um some agricultural and non-agricultural products on display like the uh, yari fish which was like the, one of the biggest fish i've ever seen then we had the mm, let's see then we had the dog fish again from Kebby, um share butter um and then sesame seeds the nsuka yellow pepper i had to get one for myself and my family um uh, ginger there was a ginger balm as well i don't know how many of you know aboniki but this is way better than aboniki and this was made from ginger specifically so guys we have a lot in nigeria that we can commercialize um but yeah that's my ip news for today i'm just gonna get into today's episode and i hope you guys enjoy but yeah i do have um some sort of uh publication coming out you know just my own highlights from the conference itself so yeah welcome to today's episode guys so um today's case is a very interesting one which i think would benefit startups um, smes msmes and all every business person out there so i think one of the issues we have in nigeria with regards to ip when you're talking about trademark trademarking um be it a name or logo is the fact that we are sometimes not original we get we tend to be inspired and then we don't know when we are crossing the line with our inspiration so it's like oh you've seen something similar out there and then subconsciously when you want to you know create your own brand around that and that becomes like your your reference um so there was this 
conversation going on on twitter um on twitter and i got tagged on the post by at king's main and at peter Payne. so it's spelled peter and p-a-r-n-e-y king's man is k-i-n-s-m-a-i-n-e and he tagged me oh they both tagged me and i was like okay i've seen this conversation um somewhere um and then i had to make a promise i was going to do a twitter series just to you know lend my voice not with regards to the case but just to shed light on certain areas of um this type of ip which the case is focused on trademark in this instance and i did the twitter um version so here's the podcast version not promising any newsletter guys so bear with me no newsletter for this particular case but um if you like to you know do some sort of consultation i'm always open to your emails which you can send to at ipseriesinfo at gmail.com sometime in november 2021 coca-cola which happens to be an american multinational beverage corporation with a franchise in nigeria and one of the foremost fizzy drinks um company in the world sued mamuda beverages nigeria who is the manufacturer and owner of pop cola drink a very 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 popular fizzy drink in kano state nigeria um over um, trademark infringement of the use of the word pop in scripts that is identical uh and also the use of their trademark ribbon device and you know they were asking the court to restrain them from distributing and advertising their pop cola products because it would cause confusion amongst their consumers as an intellectual property um your name the name of your brand the logo sign symbol word numbers um could be used to distinguish your mark from another person's own and one of the elements that you must provide um in line with section 10 of the nigerian trademark as is that your mark must be distinctive in nature and that means it must be very unique that if you put mark one and mark two side by side no one would confuse one for the other like you'll see what makes mark a different from mark b or mark c or mark d as the case may be now the requirement or element of a trademark um what is really expected of a trademark owner is that the person who has the mark that is registered or not yet registered or unregistered let's just say unregistered must consistently have used that mark for commercial purpose that means within the last five years you have been consistently using the mark um and in this case coca-cola has been doing that since 1953 um let's do the math this is 20 <laughs> let's do the math guys this is 2022 minus 1953 that's 
69 years they've been using the coca-cola um ribbon design or device rather for 69 years i'm sure um we have relatives uncle fathers mothers are 69 years so you can imagine someone being in business that long but then how has this person managed to consistently commercialize this mark you know simple answer by you know having a good trademark and ip strategy um now coca-cola is um, a subsidiary of ag Leventis group uh, which commenced business in nigeria in 1951 uh, with a franchise to bottle and sell products of the coca-cola company in nigeria so you will find that the nigerian bottling company is a subsidiary incorporated under ag Leventis group now a trademark can be registered as a device mark um a word mark a sound mark a three-dimensional trademark a color mark now a device mark um, may could be a form of a sticker a logo a label a styles um wording a graphic image or design um which may or may not have words attached to it um same thing for word mark word mark could be a combination of word letters or numbers um sound mark that that's one of the marks that i feel is very difficult to trademark because you must show that the sound in question is very unique for instance last year um a company tried to trademark if the, the sound of fizzy drink when you open it and the european um, copyright the european um, intellectual property office um, refused to grant them a a trademark for that sound saying that it was not unique enough but then if you see, i always like to refer to these guys <laughs> okay so if you are a fan of pittsburgh i'm sure you heard so his greater yell was trademarked during the pandemic um, for entertainment services so sometimes you hear this grito yell sound hoping to find pitbull being featured on the song but nay nay guys nay nay he just licensed that sound out so as a trademark owner you can commercialize your mark by licensing it by creating a franchise by leasing it by don't sell please guys unless it's very important but please don't but that's another conversation for another day uh, then you have a three-dimensional mark um you have the color marks such as the tiffany blue if you if you love uh, accessories you know i'm a fan of the wedding sector um so engagement rings wedding rings um wedding dresses um you know everything i love it then then um cadbury purple um you have the dhl yellow so and a host of other colors that have proven over the years to be distinctive in color so in order for you to own a trademark you must pick out of the 45 classes under the nice classification so we have what is called the nice classification where you get to pick um which um class 
um, can be linked to your product so you have it's divided into goods and services so if you're rendering services look through this well you have products for sale <coughs> look at um, the classification and pick which one that applies to you both now um, the term of duration for a registered trademark is seven years which is also subject to renewal um, for another seven years and another seven years making it 14 years and but with a good IP portfolio a good trademark portfolio a good trademark strategy you can you know keep extending your protection so for instance I mean just you know do a Google search and you just check out um, brands that have been in existence since the 80s 1800s and 90 early 90s late 90s and the rest of them um, you can also do that by carrying out your own trademark due diligence by doing a search at the trademark office if, if it's in Nigeria in Nigeria or any other country that you wish to expand your uh, your product or your services to because trademark or IP intellectual property is territorial in nature and it's only the countries that you register your your IPs that you get to enjoy legal backing and protection, total protection of the law um, on your side. Anything outside that, you're on your own. Um, next is to consider the types of trademark to use and register in order to you know enjoy all of this benefit that comes with it. You can also check out one of my episodes where I talked about the nice classification and also public domain and and also uh, when the AFCFTA agreement came um, into for that um, January 1st um, 2021. So you can check out um, one of the earliest podcasts I made last year to know more about the nice classification. So when you want to do a trademark or when you're trying to pick out a trademark don't go for a a descriptive um name or logo something that um you know tells what your product is about or what business you're going to do that means it's too descriptive for instance um you can use um white for um white paper then avoid generic words or terms um basically any word that has been considered to be very common for instance now aspirin is considered to be um, a word for um, tablets for headaches or body pain um, and several others so if you decide to use any of this kind of marks it doesn't give you so much protection as an ip owner you just have like a limited or no protection at all so best go for a fanciful or coinful word um which is like the most preferred form of a mark because it shows that you put a lot of thoughts and efforts uh, into coming up with that name that logo that sign that symbol you know it's not it's not existing anywhere so 
when someone hears the name of your brand you're like hmm this is new haven't heard it never heard of it don't know what it means fantastic that's what we want when people hear um your trademark now you can use an arbitrary mark that does not have any relation to your product or service for instance orange you know orange is a fruit but orange is a pharmaceutical company in nigeria as well same thing for apple ink apple is a fruit but it's a name of a telecom um company um that we all know of then suggestive words words that tells your consumer what your product is about pink ice cream we know it's ice cream it's gonna be pink you know that kind of thing we need you to stay away from that so best form of marks go for a fanciful or coinful mark or an arbitrary mark maybe a suggestive mark but stay the hell away from a district a descriptive mark or a generic mark while uh, wanting to if you're considering trademarking a name a logo a sign symbol numerals color smell for your business so um one thing that stood out for me uh, and also kind of motivated me to do a series to talk about this case was because i read the post by kevin or dance who goes by mr all dance that's mr and o d a n z um he made a publication on the 19th of february and when i went through the comments after i was tagged i saw that a lot of people were confusing um infringement and plagiarism so i wanted to shed light on the difference um between plagiarism and um infringement as it applies to intellectual property because one of the comments said i detest plagiarism with passion and he mr kelvin orders responded say if you've ever been a victim of plagiarism you did hate it with passion so what is plagiarism now plagiarism applies to the attribution or use of someone's work without acknowledgement uh, i think one similarity between plagiarism and infringement is that um there's no acknowledgement um in either of these cases however for plagiarism this person is trying to pass off your um creative work as their own and this is this is related to uh, or very common in, in the academic space and has some sort of ele um, creative elements which falls under copyrights aka literary theft and can be considered to not be um intentional so the act itself is not intentional whereas for infringement infringement is like you have not been authorized to use you've not been authorized you've not gotten any consent or permission to use um an intellectual property um rights holder um, exclusive rights such as copyright trademark patent industrial design geographic education so you don't have the permission of the rights holder to commercialize or exploit their work so it was more or less very intentional like okay yeah i'm going to use it because um nigerian ip laws are not good or because ooh, no one's going to say anything or ooh, who cares no one is really going to do anything like your intention is basically to deceive the public like so i want to sell 
um, let's say homo detergent and I create homo detergent now I'm doing that to divert profit from you because last last why is homo detergent making more money and having more customer why don't I come up with homo and make it five naira so people will have more customers buy into it so other than diverting profits you are also deceiving the public making them think that homo and homo are basically the same thing so i hope that is clear i've clarified the issue as to plagiarism and infringement this is not that this case between um coca-cola and popular is not a plagiarism case it is an infringement case still in court and you know the court has some decisions or ruling to make as to whether or not pop cola really infringed on coca-cola's um trademark and you know the rest of it so what are the actions what are the elements or what are the things you should be looking out for if you want to sue someone for trademark infringement one has there been is there a likelihood of confusion amongst your consumers like can coca-cola fans and consumers confuse pop cola for coca-cola like if i going to a store now and i just go to the um, fizzy drink line and i just pick a bottle thinking it's coca is it possible that i would just pick pop cola and think it's coca-cola that's um, one of the tests you need to um carry out and determine then unauthorized use of the mark did the person use your trademark be the name logo design symbol sign whatever it is um without your consent was your reputation and goodwill um harmed in any way um what how much damage was done to your reputation and good for instance now coca-cola that has been in nigeria for the last 69 years how bad has pop pop cola's action um damaged coca-cola's business especially in nigeria uh in canon which is the northern part um, would you say their action was intentional did they intentionally do it to divert customers from um coca-cola i mean Pop cola is like it said. To, it said that it's it's a viral sensation in Kano State. So mm, let me just reserve my comment as to whether their their action was intended to divert sales um, from Coca Cola. Um, what is the commercial value of Coca Cola as opposed to Pop cola um, in Nigeria? Now I read an article by Naira Matrix. Uh, with the headline which says um, coca-cola has invested or invest nine billion naira over the last 10 years and they also want to uh, you know inject another one billion dollars in five years let's compare and contrast okay <laughs> let's just compare because like who has more commercial value at the end of the day Next up on that conversation is what are the rights that a trademark a registered trademark owner has um, in Nigeria? One, they have the exclusive right to use the mark in Nigeria um, as long as it's been registered. They also have the right to sue and seek statutory remedy against an infringer, as you know, like what Coca-Cola is doing about obtaining um, a an injunction, which is so an injunction is like an order gotten by um, an ip owner or a plaintiff or the person suing a claimant suing um the defendant um you know from the court so they get the order from the courts to restrain the defendant from 
further doing any specific things uh, or tamper with a locals or status quo or whatever um so you get that order from the court and you, you stop um, party b from doing anything that not don't do anything until we are done with this case um now in this case um coca-cola has asked the court for an interim injunction uh, which is basically granted before a trial an official trial commences uh, and also for parties to maintain status quo um, in the case um, pending the hearing of the suit in question now um, a recent update um, which came up on the 22nd of february uh, where the federal high court sitting in Kano state declined coca-cola's request for an interlocutory injunction uh, which which uh, was sought to stop pop cola's manufacturers from further conducting their business in Kano and nigeria pending the hearing and determination of the suit in court so coca-cola lost that part they did not get the entire injunction they were, they were hoping to get that means that mamuda and beverage um nigeria would continue producing pop cola until the case has ended now another good thing about this is that if the case is in favor of coca-cola they can i don't know if that they included that but they can ask for account of profits you know but i think if you decide to sue someone for ip infringement have a good strategy make sure that your 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 processes which you're filing in court is solid like don't leave any room for anything because expect the unexpected when it comes to litigation uh whereas for alternative dispute resolution mechanism both parties eventually they do want something but one person is just being a bit stubborn like nah i'm not gonna do this i'm not gonna do that or maybe there's a breach or you know just whatever uh, another thing we should consider as a right is um unfair competition and trademark infringement um using this our case study now um unfair competition is said to be a means of resorting to unfair and dishonest practices to tackle rivalry um while trademark seeks to protect any trademark or distinguishing element of the business from any mock-up or knock-off or counterfeit in initiated by a rival that acts as a breach of restriction or fairness in competition now i did a poll on twitter so far it has your seven votes um and i said would pop colors action be considered to be an unfair competition or trademark infringement now 86 percent says an unfair competition while 14 percent said trademark infringement so um wipo defines uh, unfair competition as um, an act contrary to honest practice in industrial and commercial matters um, and under the Paris Convention, Article 10Bs, um, it states that um, unfair competition creates confusion, is capable of misleading um, the public as to the quality of the goods. So I, I read a few comments about the pop cola where people are like, oh, it's, it's inferior to Coca-Cola. But I really don't know what makes it different that the, those in kind of really enjoy drinking it. Um, the manufacturing process, etc., Comparative advertise, advertising. So I, I think they are, there's one of their the um adverts that I saw.
Nigeria has is you have the right to assign. Um, you also have the right to use it as proof of validity of the original registration of your mark. <laughs> I was about to hop us on TikTok trend right now, but let's move on. So, what is the difference between trademark and trade dress? So, I, I don't know how many of us has Googled um, the IPs are trade, sorry, the IPs are Coca-Cola old, but trade dress is one of the IPs that Coca-Cola explored. Remember, I've always said that your intellectual property can have a multi-layered ip protection so you could have a copyright protection for your product or your service um trademark industrial design um patent you name it you just have to figure out what um would apply to your brand or your intellectual property so trademark protects the distinctive name logo sign symbol you name it that uh of a brand or a product or a services while trade dress protects the elements that makes up the overall image of a product or a service now it could be the non-functional element of a product and it's not limited to color or shape or size or packaging of a product anything that basically just makes the presentation of a product or self distinctive um it's considered to be trade dress oh now one interesting thing i found out in the course of this research um was in a book by Isaac Oboa, please check him out. He wrote a book called Understanding Trademark Laws in Nigeria. And I said, trade dress can be registered as a trademark in Nigeria, which helps to prevent companies like pop cola manufacturers from using unfair practices in their effort to compete with um, Coca-Cola, as the case may be. You can also sue them for trade dress. You can also sue for trade dress as passing off at the Federal High Court. So, um... You can include in your your processes which you're filing in court that you're seeing for passing off of the trade dress so the overall element of your product um at the federal high court which has a jurisdiction to hear intellectual property matters in nigeria now another distinction i want to talk about is the difference between trademark and trading word and trade name where do you know what trademark is so i'll just focus on trade name now trade name is a business name used or associated um in the course of um you doing trade and also in line with the objectives of your company which you have registered under or registered with the corporate affairs commission in nigeria as provided for in um in kama <laughs> kama run my life sorry guys however he who registers anyone that registers his trademark first enjoys a higher level of protection as opposed to someone who just does a corporate affairs um, a CSU registration say as a business name or a private limited company. I mean, you know, trade name is similar. Um, so a trade name that is similar with intention to cause confusion or deceive the public um, is considered to be an infringement. So see the case of the Niger Kermes against Nigeria Kermes. Okay, so we're wrapping up very soon, guys. I hope you've enjoyed listening to my talk. Don't forget you can consult which i bill <laughs> i have to whisper that sorry but yeah guys uh let me know your thoughts so far on this episode as we're wrapping up right now ayo ayo so in conclusion this is just my recommendation and you know my general thoughts after all the long things i've said so one take note that you must use your mark for commercial purpose um anything contrary to that so you want to use someone else's mark Get their consent permission authorization else your action 
or your act to be considered to be an infringement you can't enforce your you can enforce your trademark rights by authorizing um um briefing a lawyer who specializes in intellectual property like me <laughs> to do a cease and desist letter on your behalf so a cease and desist letter, cease and letter telling the person to stop using your mark without your consent give them a timeline xyz you know you can also do a public notice to the public and consumers telling them that you are not associated or affiliated with this brand that is passing off your goods you know yeah then you can approach the courts like coca-cola did and sue for infringement i'm hoping this turns out in favor of coca-cola but i mean i will still have to look at what the court's decision is um once they are done um you can also you are entitled to the following remedies under the law be it as a civil or a bit whether it's a civil case or a criminal case as the case might be you're entitled to monetary damages you're entitled to injunction so you can ask the court for an interim injunction restraining the other person from continuing using your mark and producing and distributing your product like coca-cola did and lost which is sad you know um atom pillar order or you can also get an account of profit i know i mentioned that we're having a discussion you can also explore um the commercial element of your mark by assigning it in line with section 26 um of the trademark acts um you can oppose the registration of that person's mark if you consider it to be similar but you have to show and prove why you're opposing it and why i mean the elements are really similar you can also build a franchise like coca-cola have done over the years in different countries okay um take note that in nigeria we apply the first to file principle and not the first to use so nobody who used the mark first to nobody who used pop or who used the styled uh, ribbon device wig will get the mark for ninja now who go trademark registry go register the mark now and go get them <laughs> okay um ip is also territorial in nature employ or retain an IP lawyer in your company, so it saves you from all the suits. So I see um, job adverts where someone is you know looking for a lawyer, and then they include IP as one of the requirements. IP is a specific role, so you're not supposed to mix the roles of an IP lawyer with, say, a taxation work, except if the person is doing like a. So you're doing going into a merger, and you also have you have to do some sort of um ip valuation persons and analyst a consultant the rest of it yeah that works but not to say oh i'm looking for that does corporate affairs does taxation does intellectual property does nah if you're looking for an ip lawyer please state it i'm looking for an ip lawyer that manage our portfolio help us in protecting our work xyz blah 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 um yeah um what else when choosing a mark be it a name logo sign design symbol etc always go for a fanciful or coinful name i mean something really sexy so for instance i'm going to use my parents my dad you know coined the name for me <laughs> when i was to start my law firm then his business name as well as a combination of his name and my and my mom's name which is very 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 unique member kudos dad and well done then take note that the economic purpose of intellectual property is to encourage investment, creativity, innovation, and also preserve standard of loyalty. I mean, I, Apple Inc. fans and consumers like iPhone fans are like very loyal. Samsung fans are very loyal. 
Um, and loyalty can go a long way for certain sectors like the entertainment sector where you need your fans to like buy your merchandise and you know come through for you etc and also aids transparency and uh, enhance creativity and innovation and also healthy competition and so with that i've come to the end of today's hashtag ip series episode let me know what you guys learned send me voice notes guys i look forward to hearing from you guys provide my podcast share like subscribe you know just come through for me guys and i look forward to seeing you guys in my next episode cheers guys have a fantastic day bye